0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup, meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, Welcome to Overflow, this week's episode of Overflow with Kimberly Snyder. I am Kimberly Snyder. I'm feeling so excited that this week we finished Overflow Momentum, the program that went live. We have Overflow Podcast, and I launched Overflow 911 with all these master classes back in March. And then we started this class one hour a night each evening, us uh, leaders came together and we talked about what life looks like living in our overflow. And we talked about personal and professional challenges. We talked about emotional intelligence, what hijacks us and what we can do to organize or negotiate or take control of our minds so that we have more control. We're more in the driver's seat with what we're thinking, how we're responding, how we're activated and what we're motivated by. And I'm so thrilled that we finished our course just on Thursday night. It was so good to finish the course and see the momentum that women have created based on the overflow momentum. So more to come on that. We will launch again in May, the overflow momentum. So more to come on that. But today, I really wanted to talk about presence. I wanted to have our conversation about what it feels like to be present, especially as the global pandemic continues. Um, in many cases, some have vaccines. Some um, here in here in Canada, where I am, we're still waiting on vaccines. But the global pandemic continues. The worry. The, um, the weight of the world on our shoulders, I think, continues professionally, personally, with our teams, with our businesses, with our work, but also with our friends and family and their friends and family. And I, I can see that people are still worried. And so I thought today maybe why don't we have a quick conversation about being present because we are here today and I know that some days it feels pretty tough Um, whether there's difficult conversations to be had, or it's just the worry and concern on our mind that's kind of weighing us down. So I thought this would be a good time to put a reminder out there to you to think about some sort of grounded confidence in your presence. So let's talk about our senses and how we can luxuriate our senses in order to give us some positive momentum. Two, let's talk about difficult conversations that are brewing, likely at work, because I think we've been so worried about our personal safety. Maybe we haven't been thinking about business goals, business momentum. And so maybe there's some difficult conversations that are brewing that we need to have. And also back to our scale or rating our life, rather. Rating our life on a scale of one to 10, and that that scale of zero to 10, zero being low and 10 being the role model in different areas of our life. So, first of all, when we think about presence and this grounded confidence, I often think about what are some things we can do to help our brain. our mind, maybe the negative spiral that's happening, what can we do to help our brain propel us to be positive or at least in a good positive frame of mind? And I call this luxuriating the senses. So um, I have a gift from a friend with some oils. So I have that I have that pumping in the air, that beautiful scent. What else? I recently bought tulips and I have two vases of tulips in my house that I look at every day that just make me feel happy by looking at them, by seeing them, watching them bloom. So the scent, the the sight of the of the tulips and what else? So whether it's too much going on and so I need to have the silence and just have the, the quiet, or whether you need to have the spa music going in your earbuds, or whether you need to go for a drive and turn up your favorite dance songs. Um, and so what are some things you can do to luxuriate your senses, to luxuriate your brain, so that it will help you be in that positive state of mind, because the brain is a funny thing where we end up negotiating with it, and I think no, it should be mind over mind, and so playing these little you know life hacks of turning on the scented oils or having the tulips um, always in my um, in my view, so if I 'm on a zoom, the tulips are in the background, so I still see them. Um, or putting the music on, or maybe it's just the sound of rain as you're going to sleep to, uh, you know, to slowly and, and calmly just meditate you to a calm place so that you can have a peaceful rest. So what are some things that you're doing to help all those senses, help your mind be positive, and really be present, not be worried about everything else. So that's number one. Number two is around difficult conversations. And I work with leaders. There always there always seems to be a difficult conversation brewing. And the unfortunate thing is we 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 get in that Um, state where we're wondering or we're kind of propelling or unfolding the future. The future hasn't unfolded yet, but we're worried about, well, what if this happens? Or seeing that, you know, if this continues to happen and they sort of continue on the tape, they continue on the story, but that hasn't happened yet. And so the act of being present in the moment, stating the facts, stating how it's impacting the team, or impacting their performance on their role, or impacting our clients, their mistakes, how they're impacting the clients. I would say being present, that doesn't mean not being prepared, so be prepared, collect the facts, have the details in front of you as best you know them, but stick to the facts, share the impact, and then my tip for you here is sip your water. Have your cup of water or tea or coffee or whatever your beverage is, but have that with you so that as you're speaking to a teammate, a colleague, or someone who reports to you about the difficult conversation, you share the facts, you share the impact that it's having on the team, the client, yourself, their role and their performance. And then we want to be present and engage that other person in their feedback. And so, being present, I often say, have a sip of water, stop talking, listen, allow your message to land on that other person, and invite them to join in that conversation and participate in their point of view, their feedback their feelings, their values, and what they're going to do to make a change, to have a positive impact. So where you're sipping your water, and I know leaders often have the answers or maybe they've experienced it in the past and so they want to share their idea or they know what the easiest route is. And so I'm going to encourage you leaders to have a sip of your water and allow that other person to be present to receive that feedback, and for them to truly consider how they are going to respond. Sip your water, allow them to respond. When we think about difficult conversations, I worry that many team leaders, many business owners, entrepreneurs have been thinking, I'm going to wait to have this difficult conversation with the employee until COVID and the pandemic is over. And I don't think that's a solution. I worry, what are the consequences of us not having that open, present conversation with that employee? What if we were present in the situation and we dealt with it today? What could the positive impacts be? What could the positive impacts be on the team who, by the way, likely see what's happening. They see the difficult conversation brewing in the background. So if they are, maybe they're not saying it to you, but likely they are very aware of the the situation that is brewing. So what's the positive impact of you addressing the situation, addressing the performance, having that difficult conversation today? What's the impact not just on that individual, but also on the team and, of course, your clients, the business? I think if we stop avoiding the difficult conversations during COVID, during the pandemic, I think we as leaders, as businesses, as professional people and teams, we will emerge stronger personally, professionally, our companies, their businesses, even the clients will see that we emerge stronger. So I'm going to encourage you, if you have a difficult conversation brewing Think about the facts. Think about how you would like this to unfold. Think about the impact and share that. Be present in the moment with that employee, with that team member, with that person. And then hold your cup and sip. Literally put it on your lips to bite your lip, to hold your, hold your voice from saying anything and allow that person to respond. There's something about this sense of personal resilience navigating through this pandemic that we keep thinking, hmm, three more weeks, four more weeks, okay, one more month, two more months, three more months. And I know it is worrisome. I know it feels chaotic, whether it's personally a part of our business or globally, but it is time for us to take charge, take charge today. And I think when we are personally resilient and we decide to act, to share that conversation, to have an impact on our customers, on our employees, when we decide to make decisions, to act, to influence, I think it's only positive what can unfold from there on in, especially if We are present and in the moment and open. I don't think anything is stronger, better than actually just leaving it to to nothing and waiting until the pandemic is over. So I'm going to say tap into your resilience, be present, and have your cup of tea or your water, have your cup with you so that you can have a sip and listen and be present as that other person responds. And lastly, I wanted to mention with presence, I have this Rate Your Life Scale on my website, peoplebrain.ca, that you're welcome to come and download, and I'll put a link in the show notes. But on that wheel, of the different categories of our life, all the different categories, I encourage you to take time to think about how would you rate those categories of your life in 2020, and then how would you rate them now? And then how would you like to see them? And I know a lot of high achievers um, will have said to me, I'd really like to be a 10 out of 10. I'd like to be a role model. And I I totally support that, those high achieving women out there. I know (laughs) I've had a number of calls. And I encourage you, yes, let's work to being a 10 out of 10. In the event that right now with everything going on, these challenging times, If you want to just move the button from a six to a seven, or from a seven to a seven point five, because at the moment that two millimeter shift, that two millimeter new habit is all you can manage amidst everything else that's going on, then I honor that too. What I what I just want to say is, on that scale of zero to ten, just because you're a six or a 7.5 and you're not a 10 does not mean that there's no joy. I'm still going to encourage you to be present in the moment and find the joy in the present moment, even if life in that category is a six right now, or it's a 7.5, or even if it's a four. I think that as my My example that I often think about is launching the podcast, and when we launched the podcast, I was equally um, I was equally nervous anticipating the launch of the of the podcast as much as I was so darn excited and I knew I know in my heart that this podcast that earbud in your ear or that drive, if you're listening to the podcast while you're on a drive, I know that the different guests we have, the conversations we have, I know that I can make a positive impact, even if it's just one little nugget that you think you can take away and put into your life and make a positive impact. Even if it's only one person of almost 1,500 downloads – I know with certainty that I can make an impact with the guests that we have, the messages that we've shared, with the learnings that they have had that they are sharing and kind of paying it forward with this community. So even though I was equally very nervous, I was equally so excited. And so I could find the joy in the anticipation, in the nervousness, as well as in the excitement of launching the podcast. And so I'm going to challenge you when you think about that scale of 0 to 10 in all the different categories, can you actually find the joy in today? Can you be present in today and find that joy, even though it might be a 6 out of 10 today? I promise you, we'll get to 10 out of 10. But today, if it's a 6 out of 10, I challenge you. Find the joy. And I would say, when we think about the scale, and all the different categories of our life, I think focus is really important. I think we are easily drawn to the different social media apps, the news, everybody else's worries. And so I would say take time to focus and do your deep work, whether it's your studying, whether it's your meditation and your yoga, or whether it's something that you're doing at work, something that you think that you'll be proud of, that you're really trying to achieve, take time. Ensure that your week has carved out some space for that deep work, your awesomeness, your overflow. The work or the studies or the the state that you're in of that deep work that will pay back and pay forward Find time. I encourage you to not be distracted and pulled and pushed in everyone else's direction. Take time to find that deep work. And really, when you think about making your list for your week to be productive, focus on what you're going to do, not on what you're not going to do. Focus on what you are going to do. And one of the exercises I do is it's four circles. One each one a bit bigger than the next, in the very first small circle, one exercise I would challenge you to do is to track throughout your week the work that you're doing, the attention that you're giving to work or activities, motivations that are important. And that goes in that first bubble. And the next bubble, the next circle that's a bit bigger than that is what's urgent and important. And sometimes things become urgent and they're also very important. And so what things are you doing with a sense of urgency and importance and tracking those? And then the next circle, which is even larger than that, is tracking things that are urgent but not important maybe there's someone else's agenda, maybe it's someone else's urgency or emergency. And so what are you doing throughout the week that's urgent but not important to you? And the last bubble, the last the biggest circle that holds all those other rings is what's not urgent and not important. And so again, this is a nice exercise for you to track what's not urgent and not important. What are those activities that you're doing throughout the day so that and, and throughout the week. So that at the end of the week, you can take a look back and see which of the bubbles, which of the rings have you filled your week with. And then when you customize your next week, what you want to do is get more work, focused attention. And really, that's what your talent and your strengths and your awesomeness are all about. You want to be getting more of the activities in the urgent, in, in the the excuse me, in the important circle, the very first circle that you drew. And that's really where you are focusing on what you're going to do, what's important to you, what you are naturally talented and good at, and what the world is really looking for from you. And I would say when you measure, when you rate your days, I would say reflect on Sundays, see what your commitment is, See that you want to make small improvements. Insert small daily habits or thinking mindsets on how you want to improve those different areas of your life. And then my last suggestion is to actually track your progress. So if you have a a phone at the end of each day, you could put a number on a scale of 1 to 10 on how you would rate yourself, sticking to what's important to you, or how you stayed in a positive mindset, these days, with the pandemic, (laughs) with everything that's going on, we need to activate our fighting spirit, our mental strength, and our presence stamina. And I believe in you. I know you can do this. It is time for you and I to be present and celebrate today. There are no more bad days. There are some days that might be more challenging than others, but there's no more bad days. It's today, and I'm present, and I've got control over my mind and my mindset. I know what's important. I know the value that I offer and I share to serve and to impact positivity upon others without being disrespectful of everything else that's going on. But there are no more bad days. And what I'm going to leave you with is my friend Louise from Ireland, who is a wellness coach, and she's really worried about people who are burning out. She has this concept of shaking it off. So if you're not driving, (laughs) if you're in a safe place, I'm going to suggest that you shake. Shake your right hand. Shake your left hand. Shake your right elbow. Your left elbow. Shake your neck. Shake your hips. Shake your knees. Just give your body a shake. Shake it out. Shake it out. Let that negative energy go. Shake it out. Shake it out. Shake your head. Shake your hair. Shake your ears. Wiggle your nose. Doesn't the shake feel good? So shake it off. Shake off the negative energy. Shake off what others have been giving you, the weight of the world, shake all that off. Today is your day. It's not a bad day. There's no more bad days. So shake it off. Shake off the worries. Let's get back to being truly grounded in our presence, control over our own mindset, our mental strength, our fighting spirit, our present stamina. That's it. That's you living in your overflow. So if you need a reminder, if you're tracking what's important and what's not important throughout your week, because I think tracking is good so that you can see where you're spending your days. If you are preparing for a difficult conversation, make sure you have your water. And I would say, feel the joy, even if it's a six out of 10, feel the joy. And if you need to rewire or regroup, I suggest shake it off. Shake it off. Fingers, toes, shake your head. Be careful if you're driving. (gasps) But shake it off. And you've got this. Because you weren't here to be average. You're here to be awesome. I see you. You are here to be awesome. Because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. I believe in you. Now it's your turn to set up your day, set up your senses, shake it off, and let's get to it. We're here to rock and roll. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.